Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks. We are in our Ramadan editions. So I want to come to you today with something a little bit different. Um, just in case you didn't know though, before I start, we are also on the web at www.mindful-muslima.com. We have a new YouTube channel, so show some love guys. Go over there and subscribe and hit the notification bell as we are putting up things there in Ramadan as well. And um, inshallah ta'ala, we also, if you want to message me at all, get me on Instagram. It's the easiest way to find me. And uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter for other inspiration. So um, today we're going to do something a little bit different because it's not just going to be like tips and suggestions. It's going to be something that's more Ramadan um, catered because Ramadan we know is the month of reflection. We're all supposed to be doing some like super deep life changing stuff, right? But how? So I want to get our, our minds into a little bit of the shift of that and, um, and start to have us thinking a little bit about the way we've been living prior to Ramadan and what we can do to kind of shift our thinking a little bit um, during Ramadan so that hopefully we can have a more successful um, next year. And so we're going to try to pivot ourselves towards some more success. But in order to, to move towards success and defining success, which will be in a minute, we have to think about what have we been doing all this time with ourselves, or what haven't we been doing, right? So in Ramadan, we might have set some goals for ourselves, but I want us to just take a moment and, and think about, or even just in life, we might have set some goals for ourselves. I just want us to take a moment and think about what would be the ultimate success for us? How, how would we define like having a successful life? Just think about that for a minute, because that is really important. There's a lot of us that we think we're, we're moving towards success or we're trying to, we have this idea of what the end goal is that we're trying to reach. But at the end of the day, I'm wondering if it's really the thing that we think it's gonna be when we reach it, if you can feel me, okay? And so the most important thing, first of all, before we even think about like what success means to us is can we define success for a moment? Because I think what we don't realize is that what the society around us tells us is the definition of success and what our deen what our islam teaches us is the definition of success are very different now you might say like well you know this is something i want for myself i want to um have this really big career i want to make it i want to be whatever it is that you're trying to be and and i want to have this house i want to have this car i want to have this type of a husband i want to have this type of marriage i want to have these type of children like this is my dream i want to have this business i'm going to make it and you have all this stuff but at the end of the day um we have to think about why do I deem those particular things as success? Why do I think those things will bring me happiness and success? And I would say happiness and success kind of go hand in hand, right, guys? Because most people are just trying to be happy in life. Most people are just trying to be happy. And they think I'll be happy just if, if I can get that job, if I can get into that college, if, 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 if. We have a list of ifs. If I could just get that apartment, I would just not be as depressed as I am in the apartment I'm sitting in right now. If I could just get money to get that car, it would just be so much better because th 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 we do this to ourselves, believing that happiness comes through these types of gains, these types of success. But guys, that's that's not always the case. And that's the thing I want us to start to think more about Ramadan. It's just to be more mindful of our, our thought process and what we're thinking about is going to make us happy and make us successful and how we're reaching towards it. So the first thing I want you to think about is why do I deem those particular... So once you think about your life goals, right? Why do I, why do I deem those things a success? Is it truly success? 
Or have I just been conditioned to think that it is? And if so, who's conditioned me to think that that's good for my life? You know, because we have to think about it. If you live in the West, there's certain things that you've been told. Maybe if you live in a different country, there's certain things you've been told. But overall, most of us, it's like attaining something physical, something monetary, and something that's status orientated. But we have to start thinking about ourselves like, is that really going to bring me success in the dunya, in the akhirah, in this life, in the next life? And the other thing is, like, because some people, they reach that stuff and they're going after that stuff. And in the end, they die and they, don't even, they weren't even happy their whole life. So it's something to think about. And will that type of success, like I said, really bring me happiness? Really. And guys, I think you know as well as I do. I'm just going to say it really quick here. There's stories of so many people who are famous. You know what I'm talking about. People have made it in the industry, whether it's music or it's um, movies or whatever it is. And they're just not that happy. Matter of fact, we've seen a ridiculous increase in suicides. I mean, just think about the people that have been committing suicide that we've seen around us. I mean, there's tons of them. I'm sure you can name them all day. But I'm just thinking of some two really big names that I know of, which is like um, Robin Williams and Anthony Bourdain. And there's tons of other young people that have committed suicide. I mean, we could just go on and on and on about all these names of people. And I just want us to think about why. These are people who had it. These were people who people respected, looked up to. They were at the top sometimes of their mark, at the top of their, their careers, and they were just not happy. So we need to start thinking about why, guys. Why? What is what is empty inside of them? And I have and Islam tells us the answer. That's why I really want us to just think about Ramadan. Um, and I just want to ask you a question: Have you ever done something that you know you shouldn't kind of done, and maybe you enjoyed it in the moment? Maybe it could be like maybe you're young now. It's something you're doing now that you know is a little bit not so okay. Or maybe you're older and it's something you think back to your youth and you were like, oh, you know that I really shouldn't have done that back then. And and let me just ask you a question. In the moment, you might have enjoyed it, kind of felt a little bit bad about it. But then when you hit your pillow at night, when you hit your pillow at night, did you notice that you felt regret? Because most people, they feel that regret when they hit their pillow at night. Like maybe they're going through the, the motion of chatting with that guy they know they shouldn't chat with. They're going here and there, doing this and that. And then they feel like, oh, this is fun. This is what I should be doing. Everybody's with you in the group. And, and then you go home and you're alone and you put your head on the pillow. And all of a sudden, that regret and that not so great feeling, that emptiness, that loneliness floods in. Why? Why at that moment? Because we're reflecting, guys. And the Quran, it tells us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us to reflect. Because in reflection, we realize something about what we're doing and whether it's good for us or not good for us. And we can usually know. And so you were reflecting, you stopped, you used your brain, not your nafs. There was a moment of mindfulness, a moment of consciousness. And that thing we thought would be fun and bring us happiness actually now has left us feeling empty and disgraced. And that's that's how it works, guys. Now, did you know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, he designed us. He actually fashioned our heart in a way that there's actually a piece of our heart that only belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is very, very interesting because once you understand this, you understand why no matter what you do, you're never going to be happy unless you deal with this fact. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has this our heart and there's a part of our heart that is specifically meant to house our relationship and our love with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we do not interact with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our actual creator, our manufacturer, the one who made us who we are in our physical self and spiritual and all else, 
If we don't have that, that will be void. It doesn't matter if we fill it with all types of things. And I'm just going to be honest. There's people out there filling it out with alcohol, drugs, Netflix series, some guy that they know is hot on, they shouldn't talk to you. Um, maybe shopping online excessively. It doesn't matter what we think. Every time we get, 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 do, do, do. It's like Benny Adam. Like, you know, he will never be happy until he in, until he dies and, and, and the, the dirt of the grave is in his mouth. And, his, and, and, and even then, maybe not satiated. So subhanAllah, this is what we're taught. And so if we try to fill our life, we feel this void, we feel this unhappiness and sadness. We're trying to fill it with all this stuff doesn't really work guys because that's the way Allah created us and that's why so many famous people are all messed up they really are even now there's famous youtubers and instagrammers faking it till they make it whatever that means really and we're all envying them right I mean I'm not personally envying, but I'm just saying a lot of people are envying them you know why do we compare ourselves to them they're just putting out the best pieces of their life and leaving all the other ones unfilmed all the other pieces unfilmed you know and we're promised by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but a very very specific promise in a very specific way that if we do a b and c he promises us relief peace and happiness he's already laid it all out in the quran that's why this is the month of quran guys we need to stop pick up the quran and start asking ourselves what does success really mean in islam and al-fala gave us the keys the tools the guidebook for success in the quran why am I not using that? Like, why am I trusting some random YouTuber to tell me how to get happy? Why am I trusting some random Instagrammer to tell me how to get happy? Why don't I actually use the person who actually created my own physical hands, my eyes, my ears? Like, he actually fashioned this. Do you think he doesn't know what we need? It's quite amazing. And I want you to ask yourself a question because this is one I don't, I've never heard anyone answer the question yes to this one. Never. Unless they're faking it. I don't know. <laughs> Are you happy? Genuinely, genuinely, could you say that you are happy in your life? Happy with who you are? Happy, happy about everything about you? Are you a happy person? Do you feel happy? Most people, I would say 10 out of 10, if maybe 9 out of 10, like some people can say they are after they've reached certain situations, they've gone through hardships and they now realize, but the majority of people are not happy, guys. If you ask anybody around us, ask somebody, ask some people you know, are you happy? Friends relationship uh like in terms of family and stuff ask them guys you're not gonna find most people say they're happy but we're all chasing happiness isn't that ironic it's so weird so we all must be doing a really bad job at chasing happiness so let's stop chasing happiness the way we think we need to chase it for a minute and start thinking about how can we really be happy how can we really be happy and what did Allah tell us are the keys and the tools to be happy and like the truth is you know at the end of the day Happiness is something, and I want us to start shifting our brain about what happiness really is, because this is going to be a hard one to handle, but I'm going to tell you in a minute what it is. I'm going to tell you by the end of this podcast, within the next couple minutes, exactly what happiness really is in order how to find it. Because I challenge myself for this one. I challenge all of us in Ramadan to start challenging our personal definitions of success and what we think will bring us happiness, and then instead shift ourselves to start focusing on the things we know will. Okay, so I just before I before I tell you the answer, I just want to give you one last thing to let you know how it's important to actually use the Quran and use Allah. I'm going to give you like the, the perfect scenario, like 2019 of like what makes sense, why, why it makes sense to use the Quran and pay attention to Ramadan. Okay, let's pretend you have an iPhone and a lot of us have iPhones. If you're an Android lover, don't hate for the moment. <laughs> just wait a minute. Um, if we have an iPhone, the iPhone breaks. Like, let's talk about a serious like thing, not just like my screen broke. I can go to the guy and get a new screen. If my iPhone broke and it was a technical mechanical issue, something internal, right? Something internal. 
where would you go to get it fixed? I know everybody's going to say the same thing, right? Apple. Why are you going to go to Apple? You're going to go to Apple because Apple made it. Apple made the iPhone. Apple thought up the idea of having an iPhone. Apple made every single series and generation of, uh, of iPhone. It knows the ins and outs of the iPhone because it's the creator of the iPhone, this particular company. Oh, so when something is wrong and not functioning right, we go to the originator, the manufacturer, the creator, right? Good. So why don't we do that with Allah? If he made us, why don't we go to him? He gave us a book. He didn't want us to suffer. He didn't want us to struggle alone. Why do we keep avoiding that book? What I want to say is if you struggle with reading the Quran and understanding it, or you just open it up and you see, feel generally bored, and or you have it on an app on your phone because it makes you feel good, but you don't actually open it, there's something wrong. This, there's this, this void that is happening between you and Allah. When you pray, it's like you're talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when you read the Quran, Allah is talking to you. Allah wants to talk to you and give you the answers. If you don't actually open that book and I don't actually open that book, we're not going to get the answers. Sometimes, guys, I just go there to open the Quran with a particular issue. And somehow, somehow, subhanAllah, it ends up on the page in front of me. I don't know how it happens. Or sometimes, you, you know, and I'm reading it in English, I'm reading it in Arabic. It depends on what you're looking for in that particular moment. But reading the Quran is super important. And I want to tell you that this Ramadan, if you do nothing else, somehow crack open that Quran if you haven't before. On your phone is okay. If you can get the actual book, it's better. Um, on my, if you go to my YouTube channel and you go to one where I talked about how to do spirituality in Ramadan, I have the link for the exact Quran that I use. It's um, translation by Abdul Hakim. It is excellent. So if you have not before enjoyed reading the Quran because of the translation, the translation is important, guys, because sometimes it's really not a good translation and it doesn't help. So if you go on my YouTube and you look on that one on down in the description, you'll find my link for the Quran. So I suggest you do that. But I'm going to give you the, the answer I had at the end about how you find happiness. Okay, this is going to be a hard one, but we're going to do it, right? Happiness is not by reaching a certain thing or reaching a certain moment or reaching a certain, like attaining things. It's not attaining things. You're never going to find that moment, guys, when you're 20, 30, 40, 50. Most of the time, you're just going to end up looking back and having regret. Happiness comes, it's all mental. It's all in your mind. It all happens within hardship. Like, I don't know if you guys ever heard the story of Prophet Ibrahim salam, when he was sitting in the fire and he was felt cool. Allah made it cool for him. It's that whole thing of like, I'm in a terrible situation, regardless if it is, and I can find peace and humility and comfort within my mind in horrible times or good times. It is learning how to condition your brain, learn how to condition your mind. We do not have control over our brains, guys. It is really not good. Most of the times, our emotions are just taking control of us all the time. Think about it. You just yell at people. You just do this. You do that. We're not really in control of ourselves. We need to get control of our emotions, control of our mind. A lot of that comes with connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I've been doing a lot of study of mindfulness, and that's actually how I came up with the title of Mindful Muslima, because I, I noticed I wanted to be more mindful. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in, in a different podcast in terms of how to be more mindful, because it's something that is so important and it's something we need to incorporate. And I'm going to give you guys a little a little teaser tip that um, one of the translations for taqwa, by the end of Ramadan, we all have to have taqwa, right? We're trying to reach taqwa, is to um, be mindful. So subhanAllah, let's try to just rethink our purpose, rethink ourselves, and start connecting with the Qur'an. Crack it open, guys. You can do it. <laughs> it's Ramadan. It's the month of the Qur'an. May Allah make it easy for us. And I'll talk to you in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum.